Sometimes I had too many beers, which I gladly do and which I fully embrace. Working out, automatic. Whacking out, automatic. Catholic all-girls schools, automatic. Still is. Sometimes I had too many beers, which I gladly do and which I fully embrace. Working out, automatic. Whacking out, automatic. Catholic all-girls schools, automatic. Still is. Hello again and welcome to the Chopping Block Podcast. I'm your co-host, Mard Walrus with Timmy J Town. Timmy J Town, aka Timmy Jernigans. Uh, different than the former Jacksonville Jaguars D lineman Timmy Jernigan. Um, not There's an person. S at the end of mine. We have Timmy Jernigans. Um, so yeah, to start off this week, uh, you know, we recorded on what was it Sunday? So we recorded right before the LSU Florida State game. And so yeah, let's let's kind of touch over that because that was a fantastic game. That was maybe one of the, the dumbest games I've ever watched in my entire life. We did game of the week on that uh, podcast as a segment, but I don't know. I mean, that could have been that was arguably the game of the week. I yeah, mean, that, that, was, that came down to the wire. Uh, how, uh, two muffed punts, a fucking fumbled pitch on the one yard. I mean, just stupid calls left and right. Yeah. Bad coaching, stupid calls, bad bad special teams all around. And that was an interesting game because I, for one, I, I think Florida State's going to be really good this year. Um, I, well, I say really good. I I think that they could contend in the ACC. I don't think they're going to be winning a New Year's Six Bowl per se, but I think they're going to have uh, probably their best year since Jimbo left uh, the program. But yeah, LSU bad bad first game for Brian Kelly. The 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 post game stuff, the stuff following the days out. I mean, it's Half-time it's a court. total train wreck, and we're less than a week into the Brian Kelly era at LSU. It is it's great. Love to see it. Um, I mean, all the media people at the press conference, not not after the game, but the next the the following week, I I think it was the next Monday or Tuesday when they did all the media reports, but he was like why why why'd you guys show up late? Like that would be ten dollars back in Notre Dame and then we'd throw a big party for the media and then they were like Maybe if you'd win a goddamn game, then we'd show up on time. Yeah, that Just was absolutely. I, I don't think I've ever seen a coach, especially a coach with that um, stature. Yeah, because he is a he is a good coach. You know, he's been at big programs. I don't think I've ever seen a coach, regardless, get owned like that by a reporter. Absolutely. Um, but LSU is one of those fan bases that just does not give a fuck. They cut and me real quick. If you if you're not doing good, they're gonna let you know. So um, yeah, I think my favorite part of of the whole Brian Kelly. Um, shenanigans whatever you want to call it is the um the he's our player isn't bad um it's my fault it's, it's not our player's fault for being bad it's my fault for putting him in the game mm-hmm. total just classic such an line. asshole move classic such Steve an Springer. asshole um, that player also deleted all of his stuff from all of his lsu stuff from his instagram yeah. so and 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 i for one like lsu i mean they're one of a&m's rivals um, it's hard to hate on them, just the traditions, the food, all all the stuff. I think they're a fun program, but I mean, fuck Brian Kelly. So, um, all right. Well, with with that being said, great game. 
Uh, let's jump into the AP Top 25. Uh, some stuff that kind of sticks out to me here. Um, or looks like Oregon and Cincinnati both dropped out. Both those are fair. Cincinnati was 23, just falling two, losing to Arkansas. It's Oregon was 11. Oregon they got absolutely Oregon. slaughtered. Um, like I said on last podcast, I think Pac-12's playoff chances are done after last week. Um, with that, you know, Georgia moving up, I think that's definitely understandable. I think Georgia should be number one in the country, honestly. I mean, I, I think preseason rankings are so stupid um, just because Georgia won the national championship and, and they haven't lost a game since uh, the SEC championship. They should be in front of Alabama right now. And, um, yeah, Michigan moved up four spots. Again, I, I don't think Michigan deserved to move up four spots because of that. Like I, I said, think they should have, probably should have started around four. Yeah, that, that's the thing is I, I could be I could be understanding of them being number four if they had started number four, but I don't think their win against Colorado State deserved them jumping four spots. Um, so yeah, besides that, I mean Notre Dame moving down three. Florida going up to twelve, absolutely crazy. That that is a crazy jump, um, and and it's good that they're in front of Utah. Utah only going down six, reasonable. Um, what but else? if that game wasn't in Gainesville, I don't know if Florida wins that game. Yeah, I I, I agree. The the swamp was definitely um, they definitely had that going for them. Besides that, I mean, pretty pretty standard. I don't really see much stuff I disagree with there. Um, and for a big week college football, I think we got three, maybe four top twenty five matchups this week. So. Um, if you're if you're basing your schedule off of uh, off of that, this we should we could should be better than last. But um, with that being said, we're gonna jump into our uh, top ten games of the week. All right, number one college game day. Um, funny that we have this as the number one game of the week, but I guess this isn't. This is just the first game we're talking about. Alabama at Texas. What do you think about this, Timmy G? Timmy J. Timmy J. Town. Timmy J. Town. Timmy J. Town again. This game is going to get ugly pretty fast. If I was Texas, I would just have Hudson Card play the entire second half because I think they're going to be down pretty bad, and I don't think there's any reason to have Quinn Ewers get hurt. Uh, they, they have basically four... I think they have four out of five guys that they're starting at O-line as freshmen, and Alabama has one of the best defensive lines in the nation, so that that does not bode well. Yeah. It's going to be a game for Texas where it's we have to get the ball to Xavier Worthy, and if we can't get it to him, then we can't even get started. I don't think Bijan's going to have really much success with that O line, going to with that O line struggling as much as they will, and Xavier Worthy is their best player besides him that can actually make plays. So it's going to be, let's get the ball to him as many times as we possibly can, and if he can score for us, that's good. If he can't, it's going to be a long day. Yeah, I, I think in this game, I agree. I think it's going to be a total bloodbath. Um, Alabama completely destroyed the Mountain West champion last year, Utah State, 55-0. to Texas, um, I mean, they, they won their game pretty handily too, but yeah, I just don't, I don't think this game's going to be close. ESPN has their pick center rankings has Alabama scoring forty three points and Texas scoring forty or twenty two or twenty yeah twenty two. I I don't even think it's going to be that close. Um, yeah, I mean Texas going into the game, they have to know that they have to score at least 
five touchdowns to even be in the game, and where are five touchdowns coming from on that offense? I'm yeah, not I mean, 100% sure. I don't think their offense looked that crazy last week, all things considered. Um, I mean, it looked fine. I mean, but it, it was one of the worst teams in, in power fo- or in, in FBS football. So um, I, I'm excited for this game. Fuck Texas. Uh, and yeah, this is just going to be a great preview of what their life is going to be like um, after the after they join the SEC. So, all right, enough said about that game. Uh, on to the next one. App State at Texas A&M. App State scored, what was it? 60, 61. 61 last week against North Carolina. 40 in the fourth quarter. Uh, North Carolina has a terrible defense. I think the Aggies hold them to less than 14 points. Um, yeah, I, I think the Aggies are going to win this game pretty handily. Um, what you got to say? Yeah, I think App State's defense is not even close to how good I thought it was going to be before the season. I mean, I didn't think it was going to be great, but I thought they would be able to stop something. They couldn't. North Carolina scored nine touchdowns, and they didn't even have their best offensive player playing that game. So I didn't, they, I didn't they, know that. they didn't That's... have Josh Downs playing at all, and they still scored nine touchdowns. So that just shows you how how tough that that matchup was for App State's DBs. I think A and M's receivers will most likely have a field day, but App State's offense is also really good. I think they probably scored twenty one, maybe twenty four. I don't think yeah. we can keep them off the scoreboard with how good their offense is. They have two really good running backs. They have some good wideouts, a lot of speed. But I, I think A&M will, will win by at least two touchdowns. Okay. So you would take App State in the points there? Probably, just because their offense is good enough. But if, if A&M starts fast and their offensive line has stepped up in any kind of way, I think, I think it will be a very... Uh, I think it'll be a pretty easy game. Okay. All right, well, yeah, on to our next game, South Carolina-Arkansas. It's, it's just a backdoor cover game. I, yeah. I, 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 could, I 21 points, they could easily backdoor. Yeah. All right, on to our next game, uh, first in-conference game of the season for the SEC, South Carolina at Arkansas. Um, South Carolina got a lot of preseason expectations. Spencer Rattler um, didn't play that great last week. I, I personally don't like Spencer Rattler. I think he's a piece of shit. Um. Yeah, KJ Jefferson, good guy. I don't. I don't really know. I mean, I. I think this game is is a very easy pick. I'm. I'm not that high on South Carolina. I think Arkansas got this covered. Last week, one of my one of my upset. Pick, I mean, I didn't say it on the show, but one of my potential games that could have been a little troubling for an SEC team was South Carolina against Georgia State, and Georgia State had the lead. In the second half, they were up fourteen to nine, I believe. In the second half, South Carolina did end up scoring like three touchdowns in a row and yeah. pulling away, but they did not play well at all. Their receivers weren't weren't doing very well, and they couldn't run the ball at all against Georgia State. So yeah. I just don't think they are as good as they're projected to be this year. I said that they weren't going to be very good, and I've been saying that Arkansas. I expected more out of the receivers, but their running game is still still elite. Yeah. I think they'll just run all over South Carolina, and South Carolina won't have a say in it. Yeah, I, I think this uh, being a home game for Arkansas, and you know them coming off a win against a playoff team last year, 
Uh, I think it's funny the spread's minus eight when I think it was minus six and a half last week against Cincinnati, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would take. I if I was, if I was gambling beat, on this, I would be taking. I, would I be think hammering, Cincinnati would, would beat South Carolina. Yeah, I, I would be hammering minus eight Arkansas if I was gambling on this game. Um, all right, just kind of skipping through these. We got Wake Forest at Vandy. Potential upset alert, maybe. Maybe Vandy back this year. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not too high on Wake Forest. Vandy looked good week one, looked a little worse week two. Um, this is kind of the first game I think Vandy can prove their, themselves. If Vandy does somehow win this game, I don't know the last time they beat a top 25 opponent, maybe during the James Franklin era. Um, but it would definitely set up Vandy to, to have a great season and maybe not finish last in the SEC for first time in a while. I think with uh, Wright at quarterback, their offense is just so much more dynamic than it has been in the last however many yeah. years, probably since James Franklin. It's Even fun then, to they watch. Didn't have a, they didn't have a super great offense then. They, they were mainly a defensive team. But right, dual, dual threat quarterback, true dual threat, can run all over the place. And he's been, I mean, he, he hasn't thrown, he's thrown six touchdowns and no interceptions yeah. this season through two games. Ten all-purpose so, per, all touchdowns so over two is, games. Pretty good. Probably better than anyone they've had in the last six or seven years at yeah. quarterback. So their offense is definitely, definitely showing up. It's just can their defense limit a very good offensive Wake Forest team? Yeah, uh, this is definitely a game Forest I'll tune also, into. Um, Wake Forest also lost their starting quarterback from last year, though. So can they? They still have the pieces to absolutely destroy Vandy on defense, but can they with a with a backup quarterback? Yeah. We'll see. All right. Uh, is that it for that game? Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, we got top 25 matchup, number 24, Tennessee, at number 17, Pittsburgh. Uh, this is this is definitely going to be a great game. Pittsburgh's first win coming in the, the backyard brawl against West Virginia. Tennessee coming off a pretty dominant performance against Ball State. Um, what do you think? Tennessee, I mean, let's start with Pittsburgh first. Pittsburgh... Started off very slow against West Virginia in the back backyard brawl. They, they they ended up scoring a lot late with a pick six and a few drives in the fourth quarter. They had a lot of points then, but if they start late at, or if they don't start fast at all against Tennessee, Tennessee could be up fourteen zero at the end of the first. And if they're up fourteen zero at the end of the first, that's not gonna look pretty. For yeah. that that's not gonna that's not gonna bode well for Pitt if they don't start. It's going to be hard for them to, to stop Tennessee if they're already up 14-0. Yeah. And I think Hinton Hooker in that offense, I mean, they're going to be going. They're going to be flying around the field, passing everywhere. So I think I think Tennessee will will win the game. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i pretty high on Tennessee this year. I have them, I have them finishing second in the East um, after that week one game. I don't think anyone's going to be um, competing with Georgia. But, yeah, like I said, Tennessee very high on. They put up almost 600 yards of offense last week. Um, defense did all right against Ball State, so they're they're definitely going to be giving up more yards and points probably I mean, this week. Their defense is is not going to be great, but they're going to put up so much offense. But yeah, but but I mean Pitt didn't really their defense didn't play great last week either. So oh, Pitt's defense was horrendous. Um, and and we don't really know how good West Virginia is yet. But yeah, I mean I think Pitt's a Pitt good had team. Had a lot of small DBs, and they were just getting picked on. Pitt, they were just getting absolutely picked on deep. Pitt's one of my teams this year. I think that's on the trending down. I, I don't think they're going to be as good as they were last year um, because they had a great season last year. 
Um, but, so I think they're all, an alright team. I think this is a game they lose. They'll be fine. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess my question to you is, if you had a bet on this game, what, what are you thinking here? Minus six? Minus six. Minus six, yeah. I would have to agree. All right. Next game, we got Houston at Texas Tech. Dana, Hol- Dana Holgerson traveling to Lubbock. Three o'clock game, central time. Uh, Tech favored by three and a half points, although Houston is ranked. Kind of interesting to me. I guess that's probably the home field advantage right there. Um yeah, I guess my initial thoughts on this, you know, Tech's always known for their offense, high-powered offense, but Houston's also got a good offense. Um, I know Timmy Timmy Jernigan's is very high on... Um, Clayton Toon. Yeah, Clayton Toon. Uh, I'm excited for this game. Did, did they play this game last year? I think they did. No? I couldn't tell you. Okay, well, I, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know too much about either of these teams, but... Excited for the game, nonetheless. I, I think it'll be one of the best games of the week. Houston's Houston's defense struggled a lot against UTSA. UTSA's got a high-powered offense, but it doesn't necessarily bode well for them against Texas Tech. Texas Tech has a lot of lanky receivers, a lot of tall receivers, lanky, got a lot of speed, and they have Tyler Show. I think that's how you say that, the transfer from Oregon, who's already been there for a season. So I, I think they have a lot of offense, and I know their defense hasn't ever been super great, but almost everyone on their defense is a senior, so they have a lot of experience. I know they, they haven't necessarily played good, but I think their defense will play better than Houston's, and although Clayton Toon has one of the most explosive receivers in the nation with Nate Dell, Nate Dell got held to 50 yards last week. UTSA basically just took him out of the game. I think they double teamed him. So, so if Texas Tech can do that, it Texas Tech will win this game. Interesting. So you're going to take Tech here? I, I think I'm going to take Tech. Okay. Would you take them in the in the spread too, or just outright? Uh, yeah, I'd probably take them in the spread. I Lubbock's a tough place to play. So. Yeah, it is. Um, I think Houston will have plenty of fans there, though. I think I will pick. I don't know. This is tough. I think I'm gonna go with Houston just because I think uh, Daniel Holgerson is a. I, th- I think he's just he's been at Houston longer. I think that his system will be just more. His players just know his system better. They fought through adversity last week. This is Tech's real first big game of the season. I think Tech is a is a decent team in the Big Twelve, but um, I don't think they're gonna be doing anything crazy. Well, I think Houston could be one of the the best uh, group of five teams this year. So I think it'll be a close game. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take Houston and outright win. All right. Kentucky at Florida. I think this is arguably the game of the week. Uh, we'll be talking about game of the week later, but yeah, top 25 matchup. Uh, is it, let's see, top, top 20 matchup, Kentucky number 20, Florida number 12 at the swamp again. Uh, so it should be a packed crowd night game at the swamp. This game could decide the second or third place in the SEC East. Um, I know Kentucky had a lot of preseason expectations. I think I had Kentucky finishing third in the East, so I, I think this game will kind of decide that. Um, I'm excited for it. Another SEC matchup. Anthony Richardson um, coming off a huge performance in Week One. Will Levis has a lot of expectations this season. Kentucky looked good Week One as well. Um, yeah, I think what was it? Florida had a 30 plus. 
um, year win streak against Kentucky until about 2015, I believe, 2016 maybe. And since then, Kentucky's stolen a couple from them. So uh, I'm excited about this game. I think I'm going to have to pick, man, I think I'm going to go with the upset. I think I'm going to take Kentucky here. I, I think Florida's good, but I think Anthony Richardson, um, I, I don't think Utah had the defense that Kentucky has. And Kentucky has, he, they, they played great, a great rushing defense in week one. And yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take Kentucky here. I do not think Anthony Richardson or that Florida defense had a fluke performance at all. I think I don't think it was a fluke performance. I don't. I just think that Utah. I, I think when they play a real defense, Utah probably has a better defense than Kentucky. I'm putting it out there right now. They probably have a better defense than Kentucky. So you think they have I'm a better take, run defense than Kentucky? I do. So we'll see, but. I'm taking. I'm taking Florida. The swamp is no joke. Anthony Richardson, no joke. Give me, give me the Gators. All right. Um, yeah, I guess that that's is that the first game we disagree on. I don't know. We'll look at that later. All right. Anyways, on to the next one: Arizona State at Oklahoma State. Um, Herm Edwards in his what third, fourth year now. I think fourth. Uh, Arizona State kind of had big scandal last off season. Uh, kind of shaky program right what now. Are they not having a, a I know. Sh- um, scandal. Nonetheless, they had a pretty dominant performance over. I don't even know who Northern that is. Arizona. Northern Arizona, forty to three win. Uh, I, I don't really have much to say here. I think that Oklahoma State, you know, they, they got up big on Central Michigan and then kind of um, let them back in the game. I think, you know, I'm not going to go too in-depth here. I, I'm picking Arizona State here. I'm picking Oklahoma State. Their defense is a lot worse than it was last year. They lost a lot of guys, but that offense is incrementally better than it was last year as well. Yeah, Spencer Sanders so, is the real deal. As long as Spencer Sanders doesn't get hurt, I think I think Oklahoma State wins this easy. They took out all their all their starters and put in their backups. So that that that's why they yeah, gave up yards fair. against uh Central Michigan. They they were up by like 30. They took them out. Central Michigan scored like two straight touchdowns. Backdoor covered. So all right, uh, on to our ninth game. you got ten games we're going to be covering here today. Uh, another top 25 matchup. Number nine, Baylor at number 21, BYU. I think this game's interesting because BYU is favored by three, and they are 12 spots behind Baylor in the AP poll. Uh, of course, it's because it's a home game, and Utah isn't very close to Texas. Um, we're actually missing our third co-host, uh, Jebediah, today. He is, uh, he is our Utah sports expert. I'm sure he would love to pick BYU. I mean, he will be picking BYU here. Um, but yeah, we got the we got the Catholics versus Mormons. What you gotta say? I I like BYU's offense a lot. I I like Baylor's defense. I mean, Baylor's offense a lot. Both defenses are very good. So I think it's I think the spread is right on the money. I think it would be an even game if it was at a neutral site. Yeah. But BYU's at home. They usually. I mean, that's. Like the only thing BYU f- people can do is go to football games. So that's that's they get loud, they get rowdy. That's about the only time they can get rowdy is at football games. So, so I think I like the I like BYU's offense a little more. So give give me give me the coups. All right, yeah, I'm gonna go against that. I'm gonna pick uh, Big Twelve champs last year, Baylor on the road in a close game um, to win. All right, final game of the week. 
Pac-12 After Dark. Oregon State playing Fred at Fresno State. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be a good game. Oregon State kind of handled Boise State last week. Boise State. Boise uh, State scored a bunch of points late, but it was like 28-0 at the half. It was like bad. Was yeah. Bad. And Fresno State, um, how many games did they win last year? They went 10 games last year? Yeah. They were a pretty good team last year. Uh, I don't really know too much about either of these teams either. Um, I don't know. Just based off gut. I'm going to go with, I don't know, I want to hear your analysis first, and then I'll pick. I have one name, Jake Hanner. Probably the best non-Power 5 quarterback. Give me give me Fresno. Give you Fresno. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to go with that, too. I think it'll be a close game, but I'm going to take Fresno to win. All right, now that we're done with our... Uh, Predictions for this week. We got upsets of the week. And we kind of touched on some of these just because a lot of these games overlapped. Um, do you want to start with your upset of the week, Timmy J-Town? Yeah, I have I have Georgia State playing at home against North Carolina. I think Georgia State played very well against South Carolina. They got a little tired in the fourth quarter and gave up a few touchdowns, but they were in that game for the bulk of it. And North Carolina has... One of the worst defenses in the nation, probably bottom fifteen in college. I'd in in the FBS. I'd say so. Georgia State, as long as they can play defense for four quarters, I think they can score enough points to to outlast North Carolina. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with you there. I think North Carolina will squeak it out, but I, I think that's a good pick uh, nonetheless. Georgia State definitely like plus plus the. Seven or eight, mm-hmm. I think, is a great pick. Um, yeah, and so for my upset of the week, I'm going to pick Arizona at Oklahoma State. We touched on this earlier. Um, I don't know. I think Oklahoma State's a good team. I think uh, Arizona State's a good team. I, I don't really know why I'm picking this per se, but uh, I got that feeling. Um, okay, on to the lock of the week. I'll go here first. I got Baylor plus three, like we said. Just touched on this as well. Um, not really going to go too deep into this again. I just think. Baylor's a great team, and I'm going to be high on them until they show me otherwise. So, I like Iowa State against Iowa. Iowa, they had a good defense last week, but their offense has proven not against an FCS opponent they still can't move the ball. They won't move the ball against anyone in the country. I think it's going to be a very low-scoring game. I like Iowa State plus 3.5. I like Iowa State to win the game. Probably whatever the under is, take it. I don't know what it is, but I don't think there's going to be a lot of points. So Yeah, it's interesting to me that Iowa State's the underdog here just because Iowa struggled with the FCS opponent last week, only putting up I seven points. I was probably points. at home, so that's that's probably why. Regardless, I mean, they scored seven points last week, and now they're in a three-and-a-half-point favorite. It's just, that, it's just favorite. that defense, but so, I, I like Iowa State. Um, yeah, no, I, I like that too. Uh, all right, on to our... Last picks, game of the week. I have another top 25 matchup. We just touched on this again. Kentucky at Florida, SEC bout. Um, big game to, to decide uh, the standings in the SEC East. I think this is Florida's real, you know, not that Utah wasn't a big opponent, but can Billy Napier keep it up in week two? Can Anthony Richardson keep it up in week two? Um, yeah, and, and like I said, I'm picking Kentucky there, but I think it'll be a great game nonetheless. 
And I my my game of the week is Tennessee at Pitt. I think it's a battle of two really good quarterbacks. It's going to be a lot of offense. Uh, I, I like Tennessee in that game, as we already talked about. But it's going to be it's going to be a good matchup. And let's see let's see is this Hendon Hooker's coming out party for the Heisman Heisman uh, top five? Yeah, so. after week two is kind of when you start, you know. Seeing guys being talked about and stuff. Certainly, if Anthony Richardson has a big performance, um, he'll be in that conversation. Uh, but yeah, like you said, Hendon Hooker. I, I have him in New York. Um, actually, I don't know if I have him in New York, but I think he's someone that could end up in New York. So, um, like you said, definitely could be a coming out party for him. All right. Well, with that, um, we'll we'll kind of just sit here and talk for a couple minutes about some some other stuff. Uh, Queen's dead. Queen is dead. Thoughts. No take. No take. Queen's dead. Queen's dead and NFL is back on the same day. America's back. America is winning right now. America's up. If there was a war, America would be winning right yep. now. Yep. Um, other than that, we got, like I said, NFL is back today. We got the Bills playing the Rams. Potential Super Bowl matchup this year. Buffalo favored by two and a half points. Who are you taking here? I like the Rams plus two and a half. They both have very good offenses, but I think the Rams' defense is what's going to make the difference. Yeah, I, I think it'll be a good game. Um, it's always interesting to to me when a team like the Rams, who didn't really lose much, returns but I think a lot the Bills of people, have a new offensive are, coordinator. are underdogs in their first game of the season. I think the Bills have a new offensive coordinator yes. as well, so they might start off. I mean, they still have Josh Allen, but they might start yes. off a little slower than the Rams. Brian Dable, offensive coordinator, hired away by the New York Giants. Um, yeah, so I think they might start off a little slower, which is going to give the Rams the advantage. Yeah, I I, I think I'm going to take Bills minus two and a half here. I mean, Josh Allen's, I think Josh Allen's that guy. Josh, um, Josh Allen or Anthony Richardson? Both playmakers <laughs> in their projective uh, sports. Let's not compare those two. Let's not compare those two. Other than Anthony that, Richardson's some, better. Some other, <laughs> other than that, some other big games this week in the NFL. Chiefs at Cardinals. Um, NFL Sunday, first Sunday, is September 11th, so I am vetoing watching any NFL game. Really? Yeah. So you're just going to be in your room all day? Yeah. Okay. I'm vetoing it because it's a national, it should be a national holiday. We can't, we got to remember it, so... If it's so, a holiday, shouldn't we... Be so there should, fo- be, no, there should no. be there should be football on every single holiday. Nope. Yes. Nope. That's anti-American of you. Nope. You have and to remember. You have to remember the day, and you can't remember it if you're watching football. Just to go over some big games of the week: Chiefs Cardinals. Not good. I, I think it'll be a good game. Not good. I'm gonna take Chiefs Not here. Good. Patty Mahomes. I'm excited nope. to see what the receivers can do this year. Um, Dude, but you have to remember, Kyler Murray has the clause to where he has to study at least four hours a week. That's true. So and, he and studied up the Chiefs a little bit. That's true. Patrick Mahomes probably didn't study four hours yeah, this week. he did Because, because no you would only did. study four hours a week if you had that in your clause, right? Yes. Right. So, um, yeah. So the Cardinals, with a studied quarterback, might might win. Yeah. I mean, you got a fair point. I, I can't really argue against that. Um. Okay, let's look at some other games. I don't know what's going on there. Browns Panthers Baker revenge game. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe I so. I think the Panthers win. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really care about this game. I don't I, care. I, I'm but a, I'm I gonna take the Browns. I just. I. I don't know. I guess Christian McCaffrey. Who's the Browns McCaff- quarterback? Um. It will be 
um, Jacoby Brissett, most yeah, likely. Yeah, give me the Panthers. Yeah. Um, Just quarterbacks. You know what? Honestly, if Baker's starting, I'll take the Panthers, too. Because yeah. he, he, he's always his best when he's pissed, and he's going to be pissed at the Browns. So, um, other than that, I mean... Good week of NFL Bucks Cowboys prime time Sunday night. Commanders versus Jaguars. Best <laughs> game, game, game of the week. week. Who are you taking there? Commanders. Commanders. They are the favorites. Love the Commanders. Um. Yeah. Other than that, you know, fuck the Cowboys. I think Tampa Bay wins by more than two and a half. Give me the Lions too. Whoever the Lions are playing. Don't, Eagles. Don't uh. No, they are not going to beat the Eagles. Give me the Lions. Dan Campbell. It's a Dan Campbell. St- I'm a Dan Campbell stand. Dan Campbell. He's crying stand. for his boys. He he might be crying for his boys. He's gonna be crying for his boys after this game because they're gonna get mounted. Mounted against their will, most likely. <laughs> but they have a quarterback. Who's their quarterback? The Lions. Yeah. Jared Goff. They they see they have a quarterback. The Eagles also have a quarterback. Who's the Eagles quarterback? Um, Jalen Hurts. Give me the Lions. Can you name uh, three other players on the lines? Amir Abdullah. I don't know who that is. Is that a real player? Yeah. Former Nebraska running back. Does, does he start? DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift is good. Running back. Okay. You're close. Then they have that one guy receiver. Oh, that one guy receiver. Yeah. And All Jared right. Goff. There we go. Well, yeah, our it's NFL our NFL talks are a little more ridiculous. I um, could not tell you a goddamn thing about. We're that. gonna be we're gonna be talking some NFL, um, not as in depth as college, but we'll be we'll be going okay, over okay. it every week because I am an NFL fan. NFL pick of the week: Chargers minus three against the Raiders. I like it. I fucking hate the Raiders. Not a big fan of the Chargers either. I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm some, I'm nervous at the Chargers this year. Chargers are good, man. But fuck the Raiders. The Chargers I are like be minus good. three. I like, let's see, I like the Bills. I like the Bills minus two and a half tonight. I really do. I've got. I really do. I, I bought the point. I got Rams plus three. Plus three. Yeah, I think you got it by the point there. Um, let's see, the highest over under the week is, looks like 53 points. 53.5 Chiefs Cardinals. You taking the over or under there? For what? Chiefs Cardinals. Two high powered offenses. Give me the, give me the over. Over. And give me the give me the over in Bengals Steelers too. Joe, Joe Joey Burr is gonna be firing. Let's just say that. There's a chance he might not play. What? Joe Burr? And maybe he is. I don't know. I haven't been keeping up. Over under forty four, Joe he, Burr? He got hurt in the offseason. I don't believe that. All right. Well, with that being said, this is getting kind of ridiculous. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. Rest in peace to Queen Elizabeth II. Um, and we got a king again. Kings are back. Who's back the week? Kings. King Charles. Who? King Charles. Who's that? Queen Elizabeth's son. What? Is that the guy that's married to Kate Middleton? No, he's pretty fucking old. He's like no, 70. that guy died. Who? Charles died. Nah, bro. Traveling in a fire.com combi On a hippie trail head full of zombies I met a strange lady She made me nervous She took me in and gave me breakfast And she 
said, do you come from a land down under? A women go and men wonder. Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder? You better run, you better take cover. Much to say. I said to the man, are you trying? 